was everyone's uh, holiday? Everyone have, have a good little holiday? Eat some good food? Do some things? No? No yeah. way? I, Nothing? I, for, I forced myself to go out sick. So, yeah, it was fucking miserable. Go out? What are you talking about? Like, bring, go to my parents. Oh. They, were, like, they, they were, like, adamant of us. They, like, because we knew we didn't have COVID. They, like, still wanted us to come regardless. I'm like, you guys are fucking stupid. Yeah, I'll come. That's a little, little, uh, little much. And the way the way they view life at this point, they're like, "We're gonna die soon. We don't want to miss anything anymore." <laughs> you know, like that's pretty much what they've been after these last two years. You know, that's. I mean, that's. That's, that's a one way to look at it, I guess. Yeah. Right. Um. I uh, I feel like I have eaten the most I've eaten in a while, just in general. Just. I've been eating better, obviously. Since I, I thought you were going to say eating worse. I will, I mean, this fucking week, like, I went not back on everything, but I've been eating so much fucking leftovers and just, like, good food, but it's a lot. A lot of stuff. A lot of vegetables, though, you know? Gotta get, the, gotta get those greens in there, those oranges, those uh, other things. My parents gave me some leftover stuffing, that we that we had, and I brought it home, and like that night, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna make the stuffing. So I throw it, throw it in the bowl, throw it in the microwave, and all of a sudden, the microwave is like making like sparks, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't think much of it though, and then you know, I start eating it, and then a couple scoops in, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? There was like a, a bone, like a teeny little bone in the fucking stuffing, and I'm like, oh, cool. Wait, oh, bone bones? I mean, now that I w- need to know. Yeah, apparently, I'm assuming. Hey, that's no, you can definitely. You, I've like definitely. Like heated up chicken on the bone in the microwave. I'm like assuming that's what like made like a, a crazy noise though in there because it so you, def- you, you, def- you definitely ate tinfoil or something. <laughs> no, they didn't even use tinfoil. Like... Maybe maybe was it in a container that can't go in the microwave? No. I, I was know. wondering why the microwave was making this weird noise though because I'm like it's just fucking bread. Maybe Ant Man was in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, am I? Am I? The only one who's watched Hawkeye? Well, I haven't watched it yet. I still have not. Mike, you haven't watched it either? I did. I watched oh. it. Uh, we may have already talked about it then. I don't know. I mean, we don't have to go into detail, but like, are you no, enjoying no the first two episodes or no? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I can really say right now is that it's so far meeting my expectations. Did you have expectations going into it? Because I had like, I had zero expectations. This this was probably of the shows we've known about. This is like the show that I probably had the littlest of interest in. And so far, these first two episodes, I'm like, oh, actually, the show fucking is kind of awesome. I think I had zero expectations up until they released um, the first trailer. And then I, was, then I was like, ah, you know what? This looks like it could be fun. Yeah. See, I've had I have extremely high expectations for it because he's like one of my favorite, <laughs> like you know, Black yeah, Widow. But we all Hawkeye. know that you were like one of the, you were the one of the few people that were subscribed to his social network, like yeah, right. Jeremy exactly. Netrunner's. Uh, yeah, I wish I wish that was now. <laughs> yeah, nothing will ever. I, I, still, the best video I've ever seen is when he's like singing that song. He's like Baba Doo Baba Doo. <laughs> he's just like I don't know if you guys have seen this when he tries singing or he is. I don't singing. know what you're talking about. Oh, if, did he make a full album or did he just make know. a couple singles? It's like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Wait, is he is he in another band or is that or is it the same one band that we're talking about? 
I think it might just be it's like a solo thing that he did yeah, or something. Like because like because he did at one point was in a car commercial. I forget what brand of car, but in the car while he's driving it, it was his music playing, and I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, "What is this commercial?" That was probably the stipulation of him doing the commercial. He's like, "You got to play my music. Got to play my jam in here." I mean, I don't know why you like Hawkeye so much. I, I think Hawkeye's. I don't like Jeremy Renner in anything else except for Hawkeye. Oh, and Win and Win River. That's I mean, I he's got he's got arguably the best line in Avengers too. But like outside of that, yeah, he's got uh, a bunch of good lines in Avengers too. I feel like yeah, he's good. I don't know about a bunch of good lines. I'd ha- I'd have to hear him. But the one where he's talking to to uh, Scarlet Witch. Does everyone else know what I'm talking about or no? I can't remember what it is, but I know what you're talking about. She's like hesitant to go out and fight with them. And he's like, he gives like a quick little speech and it's basically like, they're flying robots. I shoot a bow and arrow. None of this makes any sense, but I go out there anyway and I do it. Cause like, it's just him kind of shitting on himself. I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Cause he's a fucking just shoots bows and arrows. Um, but yeah, the shows. I'm I'm surprised that I'm enjoying it. I hope it can keep up with that because I, I like it a lot. I I am now very excited for the next episode. I think you need to watch Daredevil. I think you like in the next like leading into Spider Man. I think you need to watch the first of the two seasons because it's, it's some of the best TV the out film, there. The film with Ben Affleck. I mean, yeah, I've seen right. the film with Ben Affleck. I haven't seen this not well, the sequel, but I haven't seen Electra. Is that a sequel? Yeah. Is he in there's a direct, apparently there's a director's cut to the, uh, the the Ben Affleck film that they say makes it actually a really good movie. But I mean, of course, I, release the fucking Affleck cut or whatever. Whoever directed yeah. that movie. No, uh, but you really should watch Daredevil because like it's really fucking good. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know and if, if they if it, they end it, up. It sounds like they're gonna put these guys. It sounds. I mean, like, yeah, we'll but find, if we'll they brought them in, wouldn't they just make them? Wouldn't like would they keep that storyline canon? I feel like, like would it matter? Have, I don't know. I, I honestly Why don't know. They have to. Yeah, I don't know. Did the Netflix shows ever reference the MCU or no? Yes. Yeah, that was their whole oh, thing. Are, wait, the Netflix shows are technically MCU canon? They just don't yeah. cross over? Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, yeah, maybe I'll watch it at some point. I don't know. The fight that's all you guys talk Punis- about. Punisher and Daredevil are all you need to really watch. I mean, actually, Nick Cage's first season was good. I didn't watch the second one. Luke Cage? Luke Cage, yeah. Nick Cage. Uh, yeah. Nick Cage. <laughs> I'm stick with Nick Cage. <laughs> um... Yeah, Nick I don't know. MCU canon. Maybe I'll watch it at some point. We'll see. I don't know. The that I mean that being said, I actually we again don't want to go down this this uh this pathway, but uh I finally watched Shang-Chi and I actually loved that movie. Like I that that is probably like easy without thinking about it. It's probably in my top ten. I don't know how high oh, it really? would be. It I really liked it. I thought it was fantastic. Like if it's if it's stuck with like the first hour, how many I movies are we in? Be... A lot. 20 something. I think we're at 23, 24. I think it sneaks into my top 10. I I really. It's top half for me. Oh, I think I I said it was the middle third for me. I'd say it's like half, half, a little bit below half at the beginning. Yeah. What do you mean by middle third? Like it's not top tier, but it's not like fodder. Like it was good. So am I the only well, one like that liked it? Top, no, I I liked the movie. I just don't think it it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't. Yeah, I also liked it Doctor Strange. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I like Doctor Strange. I, I, all right, I, like all right. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. I don't know. I think it might crack my top ten. I'd have to sit down and actually think about it. But like, as far as especially like first hero movies or solo movies or 
origin films for 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 what it may be worth. Like, I don't know. It's I think the best origin movies in no specific order are Iron Man, Ant Man, Black Panther, and Shang Chi. I think the rest of the origin movies are kind of whatever. Like, I personally like Captain Marvel, but I don't think it's like a good movie. Like, it's not like a like I, I would put Shang Chi above Captain Marvel. I think. Um, as far I mean, as we can. We've all seen it. I mean, I can preface this with it's a spoiler if you haven't seen it. But uh, one of the end credit scenes, like, just made me like hate like Captain Marvel so much more. Like the way like she is, I just don't like her. It's like okay, I gotta go. You know, like however she like just had to like disappear, and it's just like oh, I can't. St- I like I don't know why. I just don't like how they're doing that character. Maybe I just don't like the character in general. Or- what about that bothers you? She's dealing with just, fucking galactic problems. Like, yeah, she's I know. Do shit. It's all, she's always got to go. She's Hulk's in a fucking go. sling. Yeah, he, he doesn't well, have to run. That, he's not going anywhere. He's in a fucking sling. I hated that. I hated that after credit scene. I thought it was really cheesy. I like did not like that at all. I I mean, I... Sure. I mean, you're allowed to have that opinion. I, I liked it. It got me excited. It got me excited that, like, they're just going to immediately roll him into the fold of like hey I'm excited you, are, see- you are important yeah. get in here now yeah no i'm excited to see him in there and how they make him work in there but uh yeah i don't know the last the last like half hour 45 minutes of that movie just didn't work for me i mean i think the cgi fight scenes at the end I, I didn't like none of that does anything i don't need that like whatever but i think the rest of the movie outside of that was good and enjoyable oh, man, it's amazing. And i liked, it's amazing. I I, I liked a like- lot of it um, it would have been a top 10 Marvel movie for me if it just uh, stayed the course of that like amazing choreography and like the battle between the father, like the, 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 the Mandarin and when he meets the wife, that scene is so good. And like, it, yeah, just uh, the whole first hour and like 15 minutes I thought was top tier. Yeah, I do think it was interesting. I guess not that they needed to do it because a, it's very clear that like he's going to show up in further things, but also very clear by the post credit scene where, Wong brings him to wherever to to talk that he's going to come back in some way but I thought it was interesting that the movie ends with the 10 rings will return or whatever have they ever done that besides doing that for Thanos uh, not that I can think of offhand but it's possible I don't remember them ever doing it for a non-hero yeah most of the non-heroes don't make it through their full movie Vulture. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one. <laughs> yeah, Loki. Yeah. Do they ever do Loki <laughs> Return? They ever, have they ever done Loki Return? They did in his show. Okay. All right. There you go. Fair enough. Anyways, this is an MCU episode, so welcome everyone to the Pass Control Podcast, the show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest video I guess games. I should also uh, uh-huh. po- post-face <laughs> that with saying that that might be a spoiler, but oh well. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh... I show a couple of us friends talk about the latest video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we talk about the MCU too much a lot lately. Uh, either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Sunday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you doing in this lovely evening? Mm-hmm. Part for the course. There you go. Also rounding us mm-hmm. out this evening is... The Fortnite father, Todd Gary. Shit's getting scary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. Good. Well, I'm really. I saw you uh, cracked you know, some open. What are, you, what are you drinking over there? A uh, little Lagunitas. Ew. 
Ew. I know. I know. Oh, was that the one you uh, told me was good that you were drinking recently? Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, and I'm really curious to see what you thought about Memento. So, yeah, I mean, spoiler alert. Uh, finishing us off this evening. I don't know why I said it that way. Uh, is <laughs> is the Disney Daddy, the Pixar Poppy, Dominic Forty Dom? How are you doing tonight? I'm here. He is here. So before we roll into tonight's episode, of course, this episode is uh, a PTC Movie Club episode as it is the end of November. So if you haven't watched Memento or don't care about that movie, it's time to hit pause and wait until you care or have watched the movie because we're going to talk about Memento in its entirety for the rest of this episode. So there is your one and final warning to back off if you don't care or haven't watched Memento yet. I'll give you another second just in case you're driving a car and you can't just quickly turn off the podcast. I don't want to go nuts and, you know, we say something crazy and then you're like, oh, there's no point in watching this now because I know I know the plot. I know the twist. I know the whatever. Anyways, Memento, last chance. All right. Um, But before we get into Memento, actually, we'll run through. I'll give you some more time. I'll give you some more time. We'll go through a couple of housekeeping things and then we'll get into it. Mike's making a lot of faces over there. I love it. I kind of want to just keep vamping until Mike runs out of faces to make it me. Um, this episode of the Fast and Short Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, want yourself something delicious, something sweet, something hot and tasty, head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty. And educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. And if you're like me, you want to get your morning going pretty good on a nice Sunday morning, a little lazy, sleep in a little bit, open up your phone, head on over to Good Morning Chubby and get yourself a delicious morning treat. Yes, they will deliver it to your door if you're in range. Yes, you can also go down to One Washington Square. Either way, when you head down, let them know Pass the Controller sent you. Uh, a couple other things. Uh, I will uh, share these out soon, but we got a couple other bonus episodes coming up soon with some special guests. Uh, more details on those in a little bit. And then I guess uh, since we're about to hit December, it's time to reveal PTC Movie Club pick for December, which have we decided? Is it going to be just uh, the thing we spoke about as like just a non-pick pick or is it my pick? I don't care either way. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, it makes a little difference to me. Uh, let's do it that yeah. way then, since we what what? I was gonna say I'm gonna watch them regardless. Yeah. So what? Yeah. So why don't we just make it a thing, and then I'll pick in January. So the month of December will be no one's pick. Uh, we'll reload picks back on January, but for December reload. we are going to uh, do a Matrix trilogy rewatch in anticipation of the new movie. Resurrection? What's the newest movie called? Yeah, I think you got it. Yeah, I think you're right. Resurrection. So we will be doing a Matrix Trilogy rewatch episode for the month of December. So uh, you have a couple of days head start on December. If you want to start banging out those movies again, we will do an episode towards the end of the month on Matrix Trilogy. And I'm sure we'll do a Matrix Resurrections episode as well at some point soon after the movie comes out. I'm so, I'm excited to talk about Reloaded because everyone's shits on like the second two, and I think Reloaded is like a top tier movie. I don't think I, Reloaded is a bad movie. I don't know if I've ever watched two or three. I know I've watched one, but I watched it when I was a kid, so I and I haven't rewatched any of these. There's only one thing that bothers me with two, <clears throat> and uh, it went a little heavy on the CGI with like the Mr. Anderson fight scene. 
and it like kind of took me out of the movie a little bit. But like everything else besides that in that movie is really at good. the time the CGI was like it was decent. It was good, but it it's, was like it hasn't the first Matrix, you didn't well. notice any CGI. You know what I'm saying? It was like more like practical, yeah. and like there wasn't anything. There wasn't like you know, obviously. I'm only laughing because you said in the the Mr. Anderson fight scene and not that the whole movie was fucking CGI. (laughs) Wait, but that's the only one that's like super noticeable though. Like he's like hundreds of like, when they're like, when their bodies go flying, they're like wicked, like they look like video gaming, you know, like it's. I guess, yeah. I mean, they're in the Matrix, Todd. What do you expect? I don't know. I'm I'm excited to rewatch them. Hopefully I enjoy them. Um, I'll be so sad. I don't really have an opinion on the Matrix. Because I've only ever watched at least the first movie back then. I'll be so sad if this if the reviews start rolling up for the new one and they're just fucking saying the movie's terrible, which I have a feeling it could go that way. But I really hope it doesn't. I don't know. People, people, people might give it a little extra extra grace simply because it's Keanu. You know, I was just mean? gonna say Keanu. Might, it might get a little it. extra love for that. And uh, NPH and oh yeah, I forgot about Neil Patrick. Uh, Do people like Neil Patrick? King George. Yeah. King George. Who the fuck is King George? Uh, Will Smith. The guy that played him in in Hamilton. In Hamilton. Oh, yeah, who's that guy? Who's guy's that name. guy playing in the movie? Is he playing young? Is he playing Morpheus or? He's playing the, one of the agents, right? I don't know. Yeah, I'm guessing he's an agent. Oh, he's sitting guy, behind no. the desk and he says, "Wow, after all this time, we're going back to the Matrix." Interesting. I've never seen that guy in anything else. I love him in Hamilton, though. He's, he's great. He's the voice of Christoph. Rose. Oh really? I didn't watch the first Frozen. There's a what? Frozen two. Yeah, there is yeah. a Frozen two. It and it's out. It exists. You can yeah. watch this. It's like yeah. came out years ago. I mean, maybe I knew that. I don't know. I, I actually like oh, both Frozen movies. I thought they, they were, I did, and I never wanted to see them. And like, like I you, ended up you've seen them. Frozen two, but you haven't seen Frozen one. That's the part I was confused by. <laughs> Have you watched Olaf's? Uh, Side 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 meal side piece. Dude, they're, they're like five no. minutes long. I we watched like I, I think it was like a twenty minutes between all of them. I was like, what is happening? I, I did not. I knew they were short, but not that short. I mean, what do you expect? You Wasn't there one movie? that was like ten minutes before another movie? Uh, that was yeah. Was it Toy Story Four? They think, took it out I, because I never saw kids that couldn't film. sit that yeah. long. Yeah, it was. I think it was longer than 10 minutes. I think it might have been 20 minutes. Yeah, it was. I remember and parents people were complaining, complaining that their kids thing. couldn't sit that long, like waiting for another movie. Weird. Anyways, uh, before we get into tonight's main show, which is. Un momento, por favor. Un momento, por favor. <laughs> uh, we got to, we got to, of course, uh, touch on everyone's favorite new segment Who's Pitching a Tent on Mike's Island? Mike. For new listeners who may not have heard this segment before, I'll explain what it is to them. We're going to mm-hmm. let Mike, a known non-Animal Crossing player, in on... We're going to name a character, and he has to tell us who that character is and what they do. So, Mike, who is Leaf, and what does Leaf do? I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. And I, oh, like pronounced Leif. Leif. He's yeah. a Viking. I was gonna say, I was it might be, it might be pronounced Leif. Is it pronounced Leif? L E I F? It must be Leif. Anyway, well, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I think I think Leif makes Oh, it. is it Leif? All right. I don't know. I always say Leif, but I, I mean, I could be wrong. Anyways, Mike, who is Leif and what does Leif do? 
Um, he is a Viking. What's well, a traditional Viking animal? Let's say walrus. And um, and he shows up to give you hugs. Uh, I did not think he was going to get this right off the bat. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, Mike. So I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a hint. The first hint is you already All got these animals look alike. You already got the person that sells you shoes last time. So mm-hmm. not Uggs and also not a walrus. I'll give you one more hint. This is another this animal. Is the only animal of its kind in Animal Crossing. Um, so that'll help you erase like, you know, cats and other animals that, you know, exist on Animal Crossing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kind uh, of a big hint. Quickly back. Yeah, kind of quickly backtrack. I did not say Uggs as in shoes. I said Hugs as in H. Oh, okay. I was like, why is Brian talking about shoes all of a sudden? I don't know. You said Viking and then Uggs. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyways, no, not Hugs. So he's the only animal. Okay, so he's a dodo. He's the last dodo. Uh, No. Let's see. There are dodos in Animal Crossing. Leaf is not a dodo. Last chance to recover, okay. Mike. You must recover. Uh, he is a. Uh, I mean, maybe doo. there's a hint in the name. I don't know, Mike. Who's to say? Honestly, it's one of the best characters in Zootopia. That's my hint. Okay, so uh, the sheep. Nope. <laughs> I figured you'd like the sheep. I don't know why. I like the sheep. Leaf is a sloth. Mm-hmm. What does Leaf do? All right, we're going back to Zootopia. He runs a DMV. <laughs> There's no DMV at Animal Crossing. You get one more chance to, to save yourself, Mike. One more chance for the save. One more chance for the steal. Okay. Uh-huh. The Zier team, um, chance to steal. Yeah, we're going to go with the physical challenge. They have physical challenges on Family Feud? I've never seen one. Uh, yep, they changed it up. They said we need to get the double dare crowd in. Okay, more, more. So, uh, it was crazy when was uh, they did Celebrity Family Feud and they went on the aggro, Craig. It, it's gotten crazy. You should watch daytime television. Yeah, so he, he is a uh, let's see, Leaf the Sloth is a remember, uh, think about his name, think about his name. Think about his name, Leif Erikson. Uh, he, he is Never a, said Eric uh, He is a martial arts trainer. That is that your guess, Mike? Is that your real guess? <laughs> That's my guess. That is my guess. Okay. Well, you are incorrect. Leaf sells you plants, Mike. He Leaf? also he also will buy your weeds off of you too. That's why Todd likes him so much. And in the newest update, he'll actually pr- uh, provide a weed, a weed de-weeding service for your island. De-weeding, huh? Uh, I don't know, Mike. Mm-hmm. He's a sloth. <laughs> Sloths are pretty slow. He's all about weeds. Uh, you tell me. You tell me. Egged out of his gourd. But I don't know, Mike. I thought, I thought you would have at least had what Leaf does. Leaf. Come on. It's spelled different. He's named yeah, after he's, he's a martial arts expert. I like I that know. better, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's that's. I think the thing. people on your island should be well versed in the martial arts. 
Yeah, they got people coming in and off the island all the time. You don't know what who's going to roll up on the island. Right. Not Mike, that's for sure, because Mike doesn't know anything no. about Animal Crossing. No, like, if I not. bought you I'm Animal Crossing, up. would you play it? Mm-hmm. You know, I was just going to say, I wish that Mike, like, secretly started playing Animal Crossing and really started loving it and just, like, couldn't stop playing it. I would love that. We can't Mike, you Mike to download free games on that's Game Pass yeah, and play them with us. He's not playing Animal Crossing. On, you don't even have to get out of like your bed to play Animal Crossing, though. You can just lay there and just, like, it's so, like, non-committal and, you know, it's not, like, you don't have to focus. You can just fucking run around like an idiot. Yeah, but I can do that without playing the game. <laughs> we can't get Mike to play Sea of Thieves. He, he's not going to play Animal Crossing. Also, I have games on my shelf that I know were not purchased by me that I've also not played. Dom and I have at least both given you one game that you have probably yeah. never played. To be fair, I have bought him games that are absolutely ludicrous, so I don't expect <laughs> him to have played them. That's true. I, I believe I do own a Jonas Brothers game because of... Stop it. I mean, that's yeah. just, a, that's just a, a fun thing to stream, Mike. You're fucking up by not doing that. Actually, you probably get the MCA for that, but... I don't know how to stream from a 3DS. Oh, yeah, you need special stuff. I mean, you can still just do it and have a good time and just play it, you know, lay in bed. Snuggle up under a blanket, maybe a cup, mug of hot cocoa, you know, playing some you Joe Bros. A, you, you might have a market cornered for uh, 3DS Jonas Brothers games. I could be the top streamer for that category. Wait, do you, are there multiple ones and you own multiple copies, like multiple games in the in the series? Do you no, own? Are you, do you just, have a full, a complete set, Mike? Yeah, I've got a, a game for each Jonas Brother. I mean, CIB, are, are you case in box? Are you, you like, you, you got a, a perfect pristine collection? Well, no, I had to open them to put them in my, in my console. Oh, no, no, you can still open them. CIB just means you have like case manual, any other accoutrement. Oh, yeah, 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 have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you got, you got completes. You got completes. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, not case in box. Sorry. Complete in box is what CIB stands for. I don't know why I said case in box because case in box doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, redundant. Anyways, we're here. For the reason we're here, which is to talk about Mike's Mick Mick Mike's pick for November. Memento. So, uh, this is a Nolan joint, right, Christopher Nolan? Hell yeah! So directed by uh, Christopher Nolan with a budget of nine mil. Does anyone have any guesses on where this uh, ran in the box office? Say. You know- it's oh, funny. I, I know that I saw it because after I I watched the movie shortly after I picked it, and then I was looking for the summary of it because, you know, the way the movie was, I needed to make sure that I had it sorted out correctly in my head. And I saw the box office return. Forget what it was because it was a month oh, okay. ago. I'm gonna say thirty-two. I was gonna say thirty-two. Dom, were you, what were you gonna say? Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Okay. Mike, even though you probably know the answer because you're cheating, uh, but you were honest about it. So, I'll, you know, if you get it, you get it. What no, I'm you, honest. You, what, I, I forget what I saw. I think it made back more. I think it did well. So where, where's your guess? Where are you planting your flag here? Actually, no, maybe not. I'm going to say 16. I'm going to go lower than those guys. So, so Todd, you said what? 32. 32, 20, and 16. Uh with a worldwide box box office closing at a little over thir- almost 40 mil. Oh, 39, I thought you were going to say 39.7. Uh, Memento seemingly did really well in theaters. 
Uh, yeah, and that was like I'm assuming was, from nine million to almost forty million. That's a very yes. good outing that's for good. that type of movie too. When I, I saw imagine. it in the theater too, it was at like the uh, I forget what movie theater is. It. It, I saw it at the movie theater where like they played independent movies, and it was like he not a movie. He wasn't big yet, right? No, the that Brattle. was a movie that kind of took him off. Like that, I mean that the the string of movies he did. I think um, Insomnia was next, but yeah, that was a movie like that people were like. That was a huge word of mouth movie where like you got to go see and everyone's like, what the fuck's that movie? You know, like um, there was like very little like marketing for it. You're talking, you're talking about Nolan or you're talking about? Memento. No, but you said, you said, it, it, were you talking about uh, Nolan or Guy Pierce? Nolan. Nolan. Because okay. you said, you said Insomnia, but I have up his IMDb and I don't even see Insomnia on here. Is that a Pr- movie by Nolan's? Him? That's a yeah, movie. It's, a, it's a Christopher yeah. Nolan's film. Yeah, it should Pacino. be the next movie. Yeah. Oh, then he didn't write it, I guess. Because let me go to director. Because it's not. Yeah, he directed it. Yeah, Yeah, he didn't write it though. Okay. I don't think uh, his his brother wrote this. His brother wrote Memento. His his brother wrote the short story that Memento's brother. Okay, yeah. Because if I'm looking at uh, Nolan's director director IMDb um, prior to Memento, it was a movie called Following in 1998. And then there's a few yeah. other short TV things or some other things. And then after Memento's Insomnia. But if you look at his writing credits, Insomnia's not there. Um, Insomnia, Cinema 16, short film, Batman Begins, Prestige, Dark Knight, Inception, Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, A Quay, which is a documentary short, Dunkirk, Tenet, and then currently filming or directing Oppenheimer. I don't know what the fuck that is. I think it's another um, World War. It's like another war movie. Yeah, that created World War II. Atomic bomb. Um, so prior to Memento, like, was the has anyone seen the following or no? No, I have still not seen the following. I've seen following. Is it I've good? Oh, uh, it's just it is called Following, right? Oh, and not the oh, following. Yeah. Um, is it good? It was a while since I've seen it. It's another movie that. Um, is it black and white? It's black and white. Yeah, it's another movie that kind of plays with your perception of things uh it's I, I forget the full things but it's a movie that has almost a twist in it as well it plays with your inception of things whoa um, you can leave so <laughs> memento being a like a i mean i'm sure I'm, i i didn't look i'm sure it was also a critical success since it was this type of movie and then was a commercial success um this is the thing that kind of like gave Nolan a career. Is this like his break or did that not come until later? Uh, no, this took, this like made Nolan like known and people started following him after this, you know, like, uh, cause I think it was like, I looked it up. I think it was 93 or 94 critics. And then user reviews are like 93, 92. It's like pretty unanimous mm-hmm. across the board that people like loved it. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, well, I'll, I'll say hates it. He's going against the. <laughs> I mean, isn't that isn't that par for the course, though? I mean, I'll, I'll say this before we get into the movie itself. Like going into this, I had no, like, not a shred of an idea um, of what the fuck this movie was about. Like zero idea. I honestly was confused because I, up until Mike picked the Prestige, I just always kind of cross those two movies in my head together as like the same thing like the prestige and memento probably because of mike because i'm I'm assuming these are both movies that you like and you've mentioned a lot i don't know why i associate these movies with you both of them 
Um, but after I had watched Prestige, when I watched this movie, I was like, wait, like when it started, I was like, I don't actually know what this movie is about. Like, I have no clue what is about to happen. Because I also didn't know that the Prestige was like fucking magician, man. Like I, both of these movies, no idea what they were about. And I was so confused going into this one, knowing that like what Prestige, what I thought it was and what it ended up being. Nope. So kind of in the same boat here. Um, I kind of want to. I kind of want to have another Nolan pick, and before we do the episode, be like, "All right, Brendan, before we watch the epi- the movie, what is this what movie do you about?" Think it's about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what? Well, this is what we'll do going forward for future picks that aren't mine. If they're movies that I haven't seen and I don't know anything about, I will. I will answer that question. What do you know about this movie? What do you think yes, you know about this? Movie? I will. I will answer that. And if any, if at any point anyone else has that same, like, I have no fucking clue what this is about. We'll we'll do that for whoever. See, I already um, know what my next pick's gonna be, but part of me like really wants to pick Insomnia just because I don't want to do another Nolan movie, but like just Insomnia is so different from any other Nolan movie I mean, that he's really done. It's just if really anyone ever picked that. I have no idea what the movie's about. Don't even know. Yeah, what it no, is. there's no way. Like yeah, when, no. when before you two got in here and Todd brought up, he's like, "Oh, I can't wait to hear what you thought of Insomnia." I was like, "We watched Memento." He goes, "No, we watched Insomnia." I was like, "Disturbia?" Like that was my response because <laughs> I don't fucking know anything about Insomnia. Did you see Disturbia? Um, with uh, Shia LaBeouf. La- I never saw that movie. Yeah, I did watch the Shia LaBeouf movie, Disturbia. Um, I watched Rear Window. I didn't watch, I didn't watch Rear Window. I'll be up front <laughs> with that. But, yeah, so I had no fucking clue what this movie was about. And as it's, like, going, I'm like, okay, like, so this is just fucking 12 minutes, the game. So, Mike, 12 minutes is your game of the year, I'm assuming. It's 12 I... minutes with less to no incest. I'm really struggling to actually connect this to 12 minutes in any meaningful <laughs> way. So, okay. So here's where I was at at the beginning of the movie. Well, I guess we'll just do a quick, quick overview of the movie uh, and then we'll get on with it. So like Memento, right? actually, what's the point of even doing the quick overview? Right. If you've listened to this, you've watched the movie or you know the movie or you're listening to it and just want to hear us talk about a movie you've never seen. That's fine too, I guess. Um, so as it was going at first, I was like, is this just a loop? Like what, what keeps happening? Because like the way that the movie presents itself, which I did enjoy a lot, which is like, you're starting at the end. You don't really know it's the end until you get to the end, but you're starting at the end. You're clearly, clearly you piece together quickly. At least I did that. You are starting at a future point in our recollecting how we got to that point. Um, but in the beginning, probably like first half hour of the movie, I'm like, before they reveal that he has like short term memory loss, all these things, I'm like, is he like, is he doing something wrong? And then he has to like, maybe because of 12 minutes, that's why I was yeah. thinking that way, which was like, is he yeah. doing something incorrect? Because there are two different po- scenes, I think, at the beginning of the movie where he shoots Teddy. And the second time that he does it, Teddy like turns and he's like, look in the basement or whatever. And then he shoots him in the face. So I'm like, wait, is he doing something wrong? And it's like making him restart from the bed, and he has to like, yeah, do no, the I right get that. things. Did you get um, that like yeah. the black and the black and white was moving forward and the the color is moving backwards? Did you like yeah. piece that together? Yeah. Like that's how like they that's how it's presented. So like any black and white scene is the beginning, basically the moving beginning forward. Moving forward, and then any and any color aspect in the movie is starting from the end and going backwards. No, I didn't pick they that up, but now that makes sense. Yeah. No, because I it's like I was very at one point. At one point in in the movie, like near the end, 
he pulls up in the car and walks into that abandoned building. And in the hallway, it turns from black and white to color. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. I'll have to pull that clip up and watch it because that's actually inter- that's actually really cool to me. That's interesting. I mean, I liked how the movie was shot a lot. Like, I mean, I've seen other Nolan films and I've liked them for the most part. Um, so, like, he's clearly has a good grasp of like storytelling and like directing. Um, Seeing this movie makes me sad, kind of. And I like. I mean, I don't think Nolan's gone bad. I still love all his movies, but I just liked his more gritty movies. Like this movie and Insomnia are so different than anything else he did. Moving forward, like I, I, these are the only two, the only two R-rated movies I think he did too. But um, yeah, it was just uh, I, I miss that. Like he's not going gritty and just doing like another movie like Memento or Insomnia. Was Dunkirk not rated R? No, it's PG thirteen, I believe. Um. I mean, I guess I don't want to monopolize the thoughts at the beginning here. I'm the only person this is this is their first time watching this movie, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, so upon, re- I guess, did you like this movie before, and did your opinion change on the rewatch? Yeah, um, like I said, I, I, saw yeah. The, I saw it in the theaters and like walked out like blown away. It was like, you know I me, mean? I always say like, I, I'm all about directors. I don't give a shit who's in the movie. And this was one of the, after I saw it in the theaters, I'm like, well, I'll follow this director through anything, mm-hmm. you know? And then he went on and took on Batman, obviously. And that was super exciting when I heard that. Yeah. What about, what about you guys? Did your opinion, did you like the movie before? Did it change on, upon this, this new viewing? Liked it before, liked it now. Uh, what else can I say about it? Hmm. Not much. I just, I really enjoy. If if nothing else, I just enjoy the the central conceit of the film and how it was presented. How like to convey his memory loss. You they just play the movie backwards for you, so you're always as disoriented as he is whenever his memory kicks in. Yeah. What about you, Dom? Any change in opinion upon? No, I liked it before. I'll, I'll, I will admit, like, halfway through the movie, I was like, I don't remember how this movie fucking ends. Yeah, and that's what happens. You, you, I, you, I, just, I you lose your memory. Yeah, yep. um, yeah I, I, remember the, I remember the beginning, and I remembered the yes. end. I just yep. couldn't remember, like, a lot of the middle. Well, so I, I remember... how Carrie Ann Moss played into it. I remembered yep. how she played into it, but I didn't remember how we got there, I guess. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. That wow. scene, that scene when they keep on going, like when she's goes out to her car and then you're like, then they go to the yeah. black and white and she comes back and they're like, ah, oh, that scene's so good. When she's just like yeah. getting them to hit her and everything. And then she just waits in her car and she hides all the pens. Ah, oh, it's so good. Oh, I didn't realize she was Trinity. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's going to be blown away when you watch that a joke? And like, oh, that's Cypher? <laughs> wait, yeah, wait, I was going to say. Yeah. Wait, what, what did Mike say? Uh, that's Cypher from uh, Matrix 2. Uh, what's yeah. his name, Teddy? First Teddy. Matrix. Oh, Teddy is I wouldn't have known that. He's the guy who double crosses. Did you know Keanu Reeves is Neo? <laughs> yeah, but he's not in this movie. Uh, I just, I, I wasn't, did I didn't. Know, Pierce was the bad guy from Iron Man 3? I don't. I was going to uh, bring that up. I did not know that. I was going to click on Guy Pierce's IMDb next. I clicked on Carrie Moss because she kind of looked like. Trinity? <laughs> no, I no, I wouldn't be able to pick out Trinity if you fucking point. Like she's in the trailers for the new movie too. I don't, I don't know this shit. I was, I, she looked, she kind of looked like one this, of the others this, from Lost. That's why I was like, is that who that is? 
This you know conversation is like Bombay. the epitome of yeah. the PTC movie club. That Brendan watched an entire movie with Carrie Ann Moss and was like, oh shit, she's Trinity from the <laughs> movies that we're going to rewatch next month? Yeah, but I, I literally just told you that I like I my recollection of fucking red pill versus blue pill. Fucking I, I don't fucking know what's going on in that movie. I honestly, honestly, I don't know what the fuck's going on in the Matrix. So the, I will. At the end of this movie, at the end of this episode, we need to ask Brendan what happens in the Matrix. My, my summary of the Matrix. <laughs> yes, please remind. Make sure we do that before we before we end it. Uh, wait, Carrie Moss is in Disturbia? No. Wait, this is really? too much. This is too much. This, this can't was be like real. this. This uh, guy Pierce was in this prime when this movie came out too. This he was in like L.A. Confidential. He was he was in like so many good movies. And then you know he hasn't done anything. There's so. too much happening right now with like things we have <laughs> talked about and what's going on with this movie. Carrie Moth is in Moss is in Daredevil, which another thing we talked about this episode. Yep. Um, uh, Mass Effect two and three, which which you didn't talk about, but I didn't know she was in that game. Uh. I'm trying to find Disturbia to see if this actually is a thing. What year did that movie come out? It's old, right? Early 2000s? Like 2003 ish, I want to say. Yeah. I feel like Guy Pierce got yeah. pigeonholed into being a bad it guy. Is in Disturbia. From like, like the last like 10 years. Yeah. Like, which is weird because he's a really good actor, but I feel like that's all he's done. I mean, to be fair, he was the bad guy of this movie. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> they, they were all bad people. I mean, I, I actually want I want to dig into the plot of this movie a little bit because. Uh, say what you're going to say. I was just going to say that they're all like, uh, yeah, n- none of them are straight shooters, but I was going to say no one's uh, really a good guy. in this is, movie, is, so. What's his name? Mark Booth. Is he really a bad guy? He's just trying to make some. Yeah, money. he was. T- he's just trying to make some money. um so so i I have it in my phone because there's points in the film where my opinion on certain things changes um also in batman begins right yes this is so uh, bizarre flash i forget the the detective's name yeah so the first the first note i took which must have been in the first five minutes of the movie when he's just like sitting in dark black and white, like either on the phone or taking notes. And I just, I, the first thing I wrote on my phone was honestly had no idea what this movie was about at all going into this. <laughs> Cause I was, I was like, I don't know what the fuck's happening right now. Uh, and the second thing I wrote was, so this is just 12 minutes with less incest. That's what I wrote. On my phone. <laughs> uh, uh, I did write Natalie girl from lost question mark. So this is just like my me viewing this film. Uh, there was a point early in the movie where I, I, I wrote, actually now I'm thinking about it more. I love that Brennan's idea of a time loop immediately goes to 12 minutes. I know, right? That's time loop things in the world. In the world my, Brennan, well, so minutes. so it's not it's not just that that it's it's because of again the way the movie opened to me with those because there's two scenes at the beginning where he's dealing with Teddy and and shoots him. So like to me, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, is he? Is he trying to like find the right path forward? That's what ties into twelve minutes for me. You know what it was? It's probably knowing that it's not time loop, but knowing that it's like Nolan and Inception, you're probably like trying to think that like he's or like you know all his movies are kind of have that like. I wanna, I, I want, kind of want to pick Groundhog Day now, so Brennan will be like, oh, so this is just twelve minutes. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's like uh, Death Loop, Death Loop. Yes, Uh, yes. my my next thought at some point or again early in the film was 
who the fuck tattooed Lenny? Because I'm like, there's no way that this dude is doing this himself. But they make you think he's doing it himself because he's like, makes that little thing and he's like doing it on his leg. I'm like, there's no way that this guy is standing in a mirror and like doing all of this fancy cursive on his body with all these I things. Mean, there's there's no there's no he did the ones that he could do, yeah. Yeah, he goes to tattoo parlor for some things and then he does other things yeah. like himself. Which, once they Which reveal the tattoo yeah. parlor then it makes sense. But yeah. up until then, I'm like, there's no way that you're going to sit here and tell me in a believable way that this dude is doing all of that to himself. It's just not possible. There's no fucking way. You'd have to actually be a legitimate artist to do that. Like a tattoo yeah. artist could probably yeah, maybe do that he to is, himself. Right? Maybe he just doesn't remember that he was an artist. Did they say what his job was beforehand? Yes. He was an insurance, oh, yeah, insurance uh, yeah, yeah. investigator or whatever. Yeah. It's like a huge um, plot point in the movie. <laughs> but then... So, so there's a point up until you get to a certain point. Did he point convince where, himself that he was an insurance salesman? This, this is what I want to get to. This is what I want to get to. Is that like, it, do what do we know for for a movie that tries to instill like here's fact and this is what is really happening? Do we know for a fact anything? Like, yeah, anything about these characters. No, because they were all unreliable. Teddy was a cop. Teddy yeah, was a cop, yes. So I guess we'll just kind of skip toward to the end. We don't end. know that he still is. He just We know that at some point he was a cop. Is, is Lenny Sammy? Does Sammy exist? Is, is the whole Sammy story a, a like projection of what actually happened to Lenny? But he tells it as if it's another person? Is that yeah. what is going on? I, I believe so. I mean, that's how I take I, it. it. Yeah, it, it depends on who you want to believe. I think yeah. I think Teddy was probably telling the truth in the sense that um, Sammy did exist, but he was actually a con man. And the, like all the bad stuff that happened to Sammy's wife actually happened to Lenny's wife. So, yeah, I think everything so, at the end is like legit truth. Like so when this- Lenny, Lenny's wife has the bad stuff happen to her but mm-hmm. Lenny then also kills her with insulin? Yes. Yes. So she was not actually killed by the guy but after she died because of his memory loss he chose to use you know his affliction to kind of go out and I don't know be a vigilante. So Lenny in those scenes is actually whatever it may be I'm assuming the police are also, are I just not want to ble- connect another movie. Don't call him Lenny. He doesn't like to be called Lenny. Yeah. Steven Tobolowski was also the dad from uh, from yeah, it's true. Bears. <laughs> from Sammy is also the dad from Country Bears. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, right. Yes. I love him. I love he that is. guy. <laughs> um, so then I'm assuming then in the Sammy scenario where Lenny is this insurance adjuster or whatever, whatever he is, mm-hmm. that character is actually the I'm assuming police or judge who isn't believing that Lenny has this condition of short-term memory loss. Uh, I forget exactly how, because Teddy does explain in some, in some way that Lenny had the affliction. And then what ended up happening was, I think after his wife died or at some point, like he had to get kicked out of whatever facility he was in. Um, 
So to your question... Wait, so Lenny was in an institution? Yes. That was what my read of it was. I could okay. be wrong. It's been... I've, I've now forgotten the film after watching it a month ago, but I believe that is what happened, is that Lenny's wife did not die, but at some point she did, and he also got kicked out of his, uh, you know, whatever facility he was living in. I don't know if... I don't know if you know, the, the test they ran on Lenny actually happened or not. Uh, not Lenny, on Sammy. But at some point, those two different stories, I guess, emerge. It's tough to determine what happened only to one and not the other. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... And again, unless we're just not picking up on it and the movie does explicitly tell us, I think maybe by design, that's kind of murky and cloudy on purpose where it's like just kind of goes with the with the nature of the film where you don't really know who is trustworthy and you don't really know who's telling the truth and you don't really know what the actual truth is. So his Lenny's recollection mixed with Sammy's story is like purposefully unclear. Um, okay. So, so yeah, I mean, there was a point in the film where like clearly just by the portrayal of Teddy's character, at least to me, he looked like a, like, oh, that guy definitely did something wrong. Like that guy is definitely the guy that assaulted and raped, uh, Lenny's wife, like a hundred percent, like everything about this guy the way he's acting with Len like Lenny, the way he just looks as a character, like he just seems like an off character. Um, he is always that character too in every movie he's in. Like literally every movie he's in. Yeah. And where did he go? Oh, not not, he, in, not in Bad Boys. Not in Bad Boys. Ever, no, no, that's it. Did you guys ever see the movie Bound? No. With Gina Gershon and Jennifer Tilly? Mm-mm. Oh, no. Yeah, it's... Right, uh, I honestly kind of want to pick it, but I don't think you guys... I, some of you might like it, but I don't think Brendan would like it. <laughs> I mean it's sure. essentially I can pick it I don't think Brian's gonna like it um anyways so yeah I mean th- there's definitely a point in the film at least for me where I'm trying to figure out like I I've at some point you know maybe the first half hour or so realized okay it's not a it's not a time loop it is a we're gonna continue to push further back and figure out more pieces to to figure out what is happening in the end um which that concept I don't know how many other movies do that type of thing where it works backwards that way. And I can't really think of a game that works backwards that way. But kind of going back to the whole 12 minutes aspect, I wouldn't. Braid. Braid. The movie? Braid. The game oh, Braid. You're right. Yeah, Braid does do that. But I guess I, I, I guess I would also enjoy a more narrative focused game that kind of worked in a similar way where you could play around with game mechanics in a way where it's like, you know. There is maybe a chance that the player could get lucky and like do the right things at the end to just immediately end the game. And maybe that's an achievement for Mike's little gone home fucking speedrun bullshit. Um, but I like the idea of a game where you kind of start at the end like that and you are slowly figuring out the ways to to get all of the information. So you're working backwards to get to the end solution yeah i can't um, think of any game that's done that but that would be a good yeah. 
think I think that would be a pretty cool game if there was yeah, something. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, Mike's not wrong with Braid. I guess spoilers for like a twenty-year-old yeah. indie game at this point. Maybe not twenty, maybe like fifteen years. Doesn't. Oh, what is the name of that Annapurna game? Twelve minutes. No. <laughs> The uh, one, uh, there's a game where I don't want to say what I want to say because it's literally the spoiler for the game, but I feel like there's a game that has that same, like you're finding facts about what happened and then you find out something about yourself, essentially. That might be the Jonas Brothers game that Mike has. I think that they might. <laughs> it might be. Uh, what Remains of Edith Finch? Yes. I mean, I played that game. I like that game. You know uh, what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking you're, about. You're essentially you're telling the story of what happened, and you find out what happened. Yeah, yeah. 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 You find I, out I, that you're Edith Finch. I don't know what the game's about. Am I the only? Have you played that game, Dom? <laughs> yes. Did you play it, Todd? I did. Yeah. I didn't like it. Though. You I didn't like it, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I mean, it's it's got some jank to it as just a game, which I mean, it's not it's a new game. game, right? Yeah. It's kind no. of older too. Yeah. Um, it's not super old. It's probably like no. But I mean, it's, it's an indie game and it's a little bit older. I mean, so it's got some jank to it, um, like gameplay wise. But I think overall, it is a pretty good game. I, I, I agree, though. I like the story of that. And I kind of like uh, learning about the characters in that kind of roundabout way. Um, but back to uh, Insomnia. Uh, sorry, Memento. Um, yeah, I, I like basically for me, there was that point where it's like, okay. I'm trying to figure out if Teddy is the bad character. And then you meet uh, Carrie Ann Moss's character, uh, Natalie. And, like, based on just, like, how things are being framed and how time is progressing backwards, you're led to believe that Natalie is on your side, where as you get further in, then it's a little more cloudy of, wait, hold on, is Natalie actually on your side? And there's a point in like the middle-ish where I was like, okay, something tells me that Teddy is not actually the bad person um, and Natalie is. But then I was like, maybe Natalie's not actually the bad person either. Maybe there's another person that they that we haven't really gotten into a little bit. Dodd. Um, yeah, yeah <laughs> Dodd by nature. Real antagonist, Dodd. Uh, I, I liked, there was a scene where he holds up both pictures of both Teddy and Natalie. And on the back, it says like for Natalie's like, she's a liar. And then like on the back of Teddy's, it says like, don't trust anything. Don't trust any of his lies. So in my head, I'm like, interesting. I wonder like why these both say that. Like it makes me think, cause there was a bunch of points where I was waiting and I was actually waiting for Teddy to be the one to do it. Cause I think he might be the only person that ever actually takes any of Lenny's things. I was like waiting for someone to take his photos and write things on them when he wasn't aware, wasn't looking, whatever. Um, but I don't think that ever happens. There's one moment in a car, I think, when Teddy takes a photo, but then he takes it right back from him. Um, he, but we also learned very early on that Lenny has learned to rely on his handwriting and he knows his handwriting. Like he knows his handwriting. He can't believe anything that's not his handwriting yeah yeah that's true Wait, actually he right. wrote something initially on natalie's car uh photo in like a different handwriting so Wait, he is Bert the only good guy on. then 
is Bert even a good guy? Does Bert take his – when he makes him pay for the hotel again, is he actually just fucking – I can't remember if he's like – does he actually just make him pay double? He makes him pay right? twice. Oh, yeah, it's okay. He yeah. doesn't lie about it. No, he doesn't oh, lie he doesn't. Okay. Not that it matters. Right. Um, that I guy's in everything, too. I will say the scene in Natalie's house when it like when it starts to seem like oh no Natalie is actually also either using him or not a good person and like at least I could kind of see a few steps ahead of that I was like oh something bad's gonna happen I think it must have been like I think they play it right right back to back where he's looking for a pen and she comes home and she's like oh Dodd hit me whatever all this stuff but then it plays it back and then like you see her very not like a focal point of the scene. Like you could definitely miss it, but you see her specifically going to the cabinet and take all of the pens. And like that scene, I was like, Oh fuck. Like she's fucking terrible. And then when she came inside, I was like, and when she started talking to him like that, I was like, Oh, he hits her. Like she is going to make him hit her. Like that is what is, is happening here. Um, which I, I just thought it was like a, very interesting development in the plot because then it's like makes a very clear line of like okay Natalie also is not someone to be trusted so like who can this guy actually trust um and I always trust no one not even yourself no one is that the point Mm -hmm. trust no one but knowing Um, that knowing that the black and white is moving forward and the color stuff is backwards. Does that make you like the movie better now? Now that like, because I, I I liked the movie after I saw it, and then once I realized that, it made me um, like the movie more. It wasn't even necessarily that I don't like the movie. Here's where I stand on this movie. I think it does some interesting things. A little too long for what the movie is about for me, just because I don't. Like, <clears throat> I, I there was a point somewhere in the middle, you know, last three quarters where I'm like, all right, let, let's just get to what's happening. I want to know what the a- ha- end is. I think what ultimately kind of put me in a sour position on the movie, I think overall is simply because I hated the resolution of the movie because you strung me along and you got me sort of invested in what is happening and wanting to know what is going on with these characters. And then when you reveal that to me, the revelation is, Oh, Lenny is also a piece of shit and he's going to choose in this moment to purposely set the like like we start at the beginning of the movie we start at the end of the movie and how we get to that final end of the movie is Lenny is a douchebag. I love and, it though. That's so good. With just jams on the brakes. I fucking I, love it. Like, that just, scene I, and like the music and oh it's so good. I was so I was like so aggravated by it. Like I like I liked I sort of like the reveal of like when like when he kills Jimmy and Teddy's sitting there and you're getting all of this thrown at you by Teddy, like seemingly the truth where it's like, hey, you've been doing this. I, I didn't love that like Teddy has been seemingly again, we don't know how long and I don't think they ever say how long this has been going on, but Teddy makes it seem like, hey, no, I just catch bad people and let you kill them, hoping that it will like snap you out of this. Like that part a little Maybe, maybe Teddy's just making side money off of him. Teddy's Teddy's yeah. finding leads on drug dealers, and they're just you know, like, "You take care of this for me," you know. It's like, yeah. it's you. Um, yeah. So like, it is what it is. But then when it gets to the point of like, "Hey, he's revealing all this to you," you can like choose to in this moment like leave yourself a note that like maybe 
every time you have this lapse, you can look at the note and like break yourself out of this and maybe over repetition, break yourself out of this. Instead, you just decide, no, I'm going to fucking kill Teddy. And I'm just like, what? Like the whole point of the movie to me, at least is thrown out because the point is he wants to give some sort of, you know, closure to his wife. I mean, I guess you find out that he, he incidentally killed his wife. Yeah. yeah. So then why not kill yeah, himself, the I guess, then? I don't know. Like, I just, I'm so confused. Because if he if he ultimately kills Teddy and we don't know what happens after, like, then, like, then what is the next piece? Does he get closure because he thinks Teddy is, is John G? I just keep it going. Right, figure out a way to keep, keep going, it going. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I, know how far he'll get he, without, he without Teddy's help. Yeah. 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 Well, my assumption is that he, he just goes... Have, he doesn't have somebody, like, recreating a puzzle for him. So he's yeah. going to wake up and have, like, strings that don't lead anywhere, so... I mean, he'll have Natalie. And that could be a whole can of worms. And if she ever finds out that he's the one that killed Jimmy... She knows I think she already knows. Jimmy. That was the whole, yeah, that was the whole reason that, that she did what that she did. Was, yeah. Um, that was another thing I wanted to bring up briefly. Is why, I, I, while I was watching the movie... On. Hold on, let's explain yeah. this to Brendan real quick. He pulls into the back of the bar in Jimmy's car yeah. and in Jimmy's clothes. With a note right. that was... I, yes. That was that was in Jimmy's um, handwriting, or was right. it yeah, written for Jimmy? <clears throat> All right, go ahead. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So watching this movie, I forgot about that whole part. So the entire time I thought, you know, this baggy suit thing was a really weird stylistic choice for right. the early 2000s. I just thought that was just, I thought it was just the style at the time. Yeah. And then I get to the end, I'm like, oh, that's right. He killed the guy and took his suit. Yeah, I forgot about that too. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think it's hard. Like, honestly, though, I think this movie requires multiple viewings in some regards, because like, I wouldn't expect you to piece everything together like this, because I know I watched this movie like several times. It's kind of like Donnie Darko, like where I was like scarring the Internet and being like, all right, what happened in this movie? Yeah. I, I like I know what happened, but like, what am I missing? You know, kind of thing. I mean, here, here's here's the that's that's a good comparison for me. After I watched Donnie Darko, I had a not great opinion on the movie after we talked about it. It changed my opinion on Donnie Darko. Our conversation has not changed my opinion on, on I almost said the prestige, on Memento, because uh, I think ultimately for me, it's like, again, I like a lot of things in the you, movie. You need a happy ending. We get it, dude. Right? I don't need a happy ending. Donnie Darko didn't have a fucking happy ending. Uh, I just, I, Donnie Darko? Yeah, yeah except his family. Yeah. Sure. Um, he, oh, he's in Warzone. He there, found, there's the he happy found, ending. He found, yeah, right. um, he found peace. He found his yeah. purpose in life. Sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, you could you could maybe maybe make the leap that in this ending, Lenny found his purpose in life too. It's Lenny, just, yeah, uh, Lenny found his people. purpose or found his peace. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I, I guess I felt kind of robbed by the ending. I, I wanted something different. It didn't need to be a happy ending. The ending didn't have to be I killed the guy who raped my wife. It didn't have to be that. It just had to be. He did. I don't know. Well, that's true. He did. Yeah. Uh, at least according just, to Teddy, he did. Just, we didn't watch that just part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, the part I, that I have a problem with in this movie is I do not understand what his short-term memory is, because at some points it seems like he can go a full day with remembering things. Is and it the second he like? Points, loses it's focus? like fifteen I, I, yeah, minutes. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, because like that the last 
the last like the part where, the part where he's minutes. in Natalie's house, he's like, I need a pen, I need a pen, I need to write this yeah. down. And then she walks in the door and he's like, loses all well, of his memory. And I'm like, so what happened? I, I think it's because he turned and looked, and then all of a sudden, I think I think it's the second he stops, like if, if he loses it's track of his. Bang, I think I think it's yeah. the thing that that it's sets him bang. off. I just don't understand like how that. I don't know. Maybe I just don't understand short-term yeah, amnesia, I, but. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that this movie is completely logistically sound or makes a lot of sense, but I feel like I've been in situations where, you know, I want to remember something, but then something might distract me in like a split second and then I'll lose the train of thought. So I think his memory, you know, let's say it lasts roughly six minutes, but he knew he was at the end. He was like trying to focus on that one thing so we could at least write it down before. And then like he was basically stretching his his capacity so to remember is, it's not necessarily time it's the bang and that's why he has the prostitute slam the door mm, because yeah. it resets yeah. him yeah that's possible and when yeah. Ellie walks in the house she slams the door so i feel like so what, what, the what resets him at the end though i'm trying to think like when it, it's it's funny that mike says split second though, guy pierce also in split second um no the the ending when like he's like driving and then all of a sudden he jams on the brakes like i'm, I'm trying to remember what Stopped him from remembering then. No, uh, when he slams on the brakes, yeah, when he he's goes... looking for a tattoo parlor. He's just looking for a tattoo parlor when he slams on the brakes. Okay, and maybe him slamming on the brakes is what gets him the fucking reset. I don't know. No, he's looking for a tattoo parlor because he wants I don't to know get which part tattoo. You're talking about. He wanted he, at yeah. the end of the movie when he's run, going to a t- tattoo parlor and he wants and he slams on the brakes is because he wants to tattoo the license plate as fact number six or five on his leg or whatever. So he so he. In turn, ends up killing Teddy. He wants to like make sure that it's solidified that the license plate is the person he's looking for, which is fucking Teddy's car. Um, I I think it is signified by the loud noise. Um, is what kind of snaps his memory. I think it's what resets it to his wife's that night with the intruder. Um. Mm-hmm. Because, like someone had mentioned, when he has the the woman over in the bedroom in the bathroom, when she sh- when Natalie shuts the car door and comes back inside, that's when it stops him from looking for pens. So it's like it seems to be like it's, a loud bang. There's also the, the house moment door, though, not the car door, right? I think it's the Can't car remember. door because she goes and sits in the car and he looks out the window and she's just oh, fucking because yeah, he at turns him. to her to look at the door. Okay, yes, you're right, and. Then if you think back to when he goes to the bar, the first time that we see him go to the bar, probably not the first time he Blaming goes in the there. the mug down. It, it, she slams the mug down either, and he looks up. Yes. It's well, either the slamming the mug down or it's the guy making a loud noise because he like that is not a large that, – that's like a yeah. minute between them yeah. spitting in the mug and him drinking it. Um, so, But that's also in that moment, I think that's her testing him to see if he's actually telling the truth about his condition because it was very clear that everyone just spit in that mug and then he drank it and then she stops him. She's like, no, I'll get you a new one. That's dusty. So like, I don't know. It's interesting. It a lot. It deals with some interesting concepts. I meant to look up to see. Wait, no, is, is that how that scene plays out? I think she gives him the drink. She takes it says, Oh, this one, something's wrong with this. She takes, she brings it to people to spit in and yes. then she gives it back to him. No. So he drinks she slams, it on, she slams it on the table because he no. gets up away from the bar yes. and goes to he, the table. He's sitting at the bar. She has the old guy spitting it. She spits in it. She has him spitting it. And then he goes and mm-hmm. sits at a table 
and yeah. he does that. Uh, she slams it down. He drinks it. But <clears throat> in a in a previous prior to that scene, there is another scene of him in the bar that is the same scenario. We just in the second version of it, we get more of that story. She pulls the mug away and says, "No, there's dust in that. Let me get you a new one." Because I think she is just seeing if he's lying about his condition. Because why would you drink out of that fucking mug if you knew three people spit in it? I guess your spit doesn't matter, but she she watched he watched the other people spit in it. I think she was at that moment realizing how much she should she could get away with with oh, this guy. Yes, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. She's she's seeing what what is possible with this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I meant to look up to see like how real of a scenario this could be for someone with like short term I mean, memory loss. I saw a whole movie about it. It was a fucking blue fish, and it swam through the ocean, <laughs> and it was looking for I its did parents. Not see Finding Dory. Sure, I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah, I wasn't thinking about that either. Um, did you not know what I was talking joke. about? It? Yeah, that was but a joke. And um, put his, Brooklyn Nine Nine put his hand in his fa- his face, and I thought he knew exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm an idiot. Uh, anyways, yes, I don't know. It was a movie. I mean, I I don't hate it. It definitely wasn't the worst movie we've watched. Um, like I said, I don't hate it. I just I think I I just wanted a different resolution. It could have been anything. I just I didn't like what it was because I I kind of don't like that. We don't really get a wrap up on Natalie. I kind of like that. There's like this tension. I, like I like at some point where we find out that like there is some tension between Natalie and Teddy, like they know each other for different reasons than what we know about, but it's seemingly because Teddy's a cop and Natalie's boyfriend is a drug dealer. So like there's that underlying thing. And it seems like Natalie wants him to kind of deal with Teddy and Teddy, like whatever back and forth. And, um, I don't know. Like I, I just, Teddy is clearly not like, 100% a good person either so like I'm not mad that Teddy ends up dying I just kind of I don't know I don't know what I would have preferred the resolution of the film to be everyone was using everybody else that's basically what it boils down to and they all had they they all had their reasons for using each other I don't know if you could say any of them are like you know valid or whatever but that's what it boils down to everyone was using everybody else and they all got what they deserve. Yeah. Well, I, get, I think Natalie kind of got away with, with it. Scott got away with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd have to maybe sit down and think about it some more. But Lenny also got away with it. That's true. Yeah. I, but he doesn't well, know that. I don't know. I, I don't know. When he comes back, his wife will still be murdered and raped. So. Yeah. But is he ever going to come take back? That away. Is he going to come back from what? Like, is he ever going to. Uh, be be my point is like like, he yes he's he's like given himself another opportunity to to quote unquote kill his wife's murder but at the same time like when he wakes up he's just putting himself through the same thing again so yeah he's i guess in a way he gave himself exactly what he deserved and that's just more torment yeah i mean 
if he wants to kill his wife's murderer, he, he should put the point the gun at himself. Because if the insulin thing is true, then he is the one that killed his wife. This title that I just read too is good. The lies we tell ourselves to live. What is that? It's just like a title of, uh, it says like, it's an article on Memento, but the title says the lies we tell ourselves to live. Yeah. I, I'd have to think about it some more. Maybe my opinion would change over time than where I thought about it. I, I guess at the end of the film, my takeaway was I felt like a lot of what happened was pointless where when I was watching the movie, I was invested. So I guess I just, I, I wanted to have some sort of ending that, you know, made maybe made me think more upfront. Maybe it's something that'll just kind of fester in my brain. And then I'll be like, Oh, actually I fucking like that for whatever reason. I don't know. Who's to say, does anyone else have anything else to say about memento? No, watching um, this makes me want to makes me want to finish Tenant. I've tried watching Tenant several times and just haven't been able to get through it. Have you guys watched Nolan's movies besides Batman, like thrillers or like mysteries or whatever puzzle? Yeah, Monster Monster wasn't really a thriller. Yeah, no, it's a it was yeah. puzzling. Yeah, I never seen Interstellar. I, I mean, I've seen Inception. And Dunkirk wasn't a puzzle. Yeah. I think Dunkirk's one of his best movies, and I feel like no one ever talks about it. I don't care it. about war movies, to be honest. I don't either, and it's that good of a movie, though. It's it's really really good, and I like. I wanted to that one's... movie. Like, I really want to watch. Is Dunkirk this. the one with Harry Styles? Yes, uh, Harry Styles. Um, Harry Keown. Hardy. Um, yep, well, yeah. Uh, Cillian so, Murphy's there for a bit. Cillian Murphy. It's, yeah. It's not. It's not listed under his direct directorial IMDb, but it's under his writing credits. He wrote Man of Steel. Yeah, he was involved. In he was, He's been involved yeah, in the DC involved. stuff. That was when DC wanted to make everything really, really dark. Yeah. Oh, dark. Yeah. Okay. So okay. they were doing a like it, it was hot off of you know the Dark Knight, I think. So they said, yeah. "Hey, we're gonna do Superman. Just put your handprints on this, so people will come see it. Come see it. Yeah. I, I'm kind of sad he's making an, his next movie is another like warm, like not really warm movie, but like you know, like about the atom bomb. But like, I want to see him do more like original stuff, like Inception, like Memento. You know, like I'd I'd love to see more stuff like that from him. I don't know. A movie about Oppenheimer could be good. No, I, I'm sure it's gonna be great. But like, I, I see, it's hard to get me to like drop everything to see those types of movies, even though they're good ninety yeah. percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, like Dunkirk for me, like I, I was like, oh, unless he changes history, there's not very yeah. much like, there's right. not very, like many twists he can throw at us. I guess. Like it, it took a lot for me to watch Dunkirk because I was like, I don't really feel like watching a war movie. I just don't. It's not yeah. something I want to. And then like I forced myself, and I was like, oh, I'm glad I did. But like, it's not something. It took me a while to watch that movie. Yeah, I mean, if he wants to keep doing war movies, there's nothing from stopping him from doing like alternate history, like his own take on. Start going Quentin Tarantino stuff. That or like I don't know. I was thinking like Wolfenstein, where it's like it's like kind of based on historical things, but it's what happens if if the Nazis Nazis win, or what happens if yeah. Um. So I mean, that's always a path you could take if you wanted to like mix it up and like do something that would not be not predictable, but like do something that would be you know you like his other work which is like, you know, a little more puzzle boxy, you know, mystery thriller elements to it. Um, does anyone have anything else they want to add to I'm just shocked none of us have picked the Quentin Tarantino movie yet. Oh, as long what as we... we Oh man, any of them. 
I mean, I mean, I feel like no one's. I mean, everyone. You probably haven't seen Pulp Fiction. I would probably pick um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, any of them, any Quentin Tarantino. I mean, Inglorious Bastards. I feel like everyone's seen, so it's like that's not one I would pick. But like, I don't know any Quentin Tarantino movie. I mean, you have a chance to do that in a few months. I already know what my next pick is. I'm standing. I'm standing strong on it. I'm not changing it. All right. All right. Fair enough. Anyone else have anything to add on Memento before we wrap this up? Uh, I I liked a lot of those scenes where it starts off. This is just nothing, um, nothing really important. It's just like, I like the scenes where he starts off. He's like, "What am I doing here?" He's like holding the ball. It's like I don't feel right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you go back and or he's like, "Why am I running?" Yeah, I'm chasing this guy. Hotel room. Oh, he's chasing me. I liked a lot of those scenes in moments as well. And I like that. That's kind of what kept making me draw like 12 minutes comparisons simply because it's like, it feels like the game character narrating to try to push the player to like, think about ways to interact with the environment where it's like, I don't feel drunk, but I'm holding a bottle of alcohol. Like there's little stuff like that. Like it, it kind of makes me want a narrative like game like this, where you're working backwards, trying to like, piece it together by moving backwards and if you fuck up you know it resets the loop or whatever but i agree with you like some of those scenes were good sorry i just started thinking about another game it's not one i played but i know i i listened to a review about it and i feel like it's close to what you are looking for but i don't know what the game was called i mean there there probably is a game that deals with this i'm I'm sure there is at least we'll we'll, we'll think of one like when we yeah I mean, it's probably something I never played. I'm sure there's plenty. Of, I'm sure there's at least a couple of indie games that that have this type of storytelling aspect to it. Um, but yeah, anything else on Memento from anyone before we wrap wrap it up? Uh, that was an early. Uh, that must have been an early appearance for Thomas Lennon. Yeah, I was, was going to say, the, I, I in did the, in the scene where he's doing, doing the, the puzzles. test. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, th- I thought it I was, but it, it, it didn't look like him. Like no. it was like. It Who's looked told, like it was young enough that it didn't actually look like him. Right there, I listened to Tom Lennon in a podcast before, and I think he said something along the lines of he likes to pretend that it's the same doctor that treats Bruce Wayne in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah, I was actually surprised by that when I saw that. I'm like, wait, how did they not know this? Who's to say? Oh, the state had already happened, but whatever. yeah that's a show not a film yeah so does that close the book here close the door on memento close it up on memento pull mm-hmm. four. so there you have it there's our episode on memento going into december the three matrix movies if you want to hear us talk about those that'll be the ptc movie club for december but we're not quite done with this episode just yet Episode 287's got one more thing in the tank, and that's everyone's favorite new closing segment, which is what's in the box. Well, before we get into what's in the box, what okay, can we okay. what what can we look forward to talking about in December? What what are the Matrix films about, Brendan? So the Matrix films, again, I have at least seen the first movie when it first came out on a VHS tape. I don't know if I've actually watched two and three. I may have, I may not have, I may have seen pieces. I don't know. But regardless. How do you watch that first one and not finish it out? That's because I was like. 
I don't know when did the, what movie did the Matrix come? What year did the Matrix come out? Nineteen ninety nine. I want to say. I want to say I was yeah, like a senior in high school. Ninety nine. Yeah. 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 yeah Todd, I, I was ten years old. Yeah, I can see why I wouldn't be like I need to watch Matrix two immediately. Even that, yeah, I, would, I, I watched Terminator two when I, when Bro, I was like ten or eleven. I was like, this is the greatest movie ever. The early nineties was a different time. The only movies at that time that that I was like I needed to watch immediately were. Lord of the Rings. And that was it. There was no other movie that I was like, fucking gotta watch a movie. It's, I gotta play fucking Majora's Mask. I gotta play fucking... You know fucking what's so funny that you, you, you brought up Lord of the Rings? Because I watched that scene the other night when I'm no man. When the girl, at like the final one, and I was like, I don't know if it was just, if it, the movie's old at this point. It, it didn't sit right with me. It felt like bad acting and like, the, and I used to love that scene. Like when she takes out like that, like Dementor. They were flying all over the place. And... Uh... I mean, I don't know. I, I, I rewatched, I rewatched the three Lord of the Rings movies, the extended cuts last year. Fucking flawless movies for me. I, love I have them and I've never watched them. The extended cuts are like three, three hour asleep. plus, easy. I like they're so long during the second and third movies while we watch them in theaters. Uh, I mean, the third movies. movie. The third movie would have been better if it ended like three endings earlier than the ending. <laughs> yeah, the third movie's got a lot going on. I, I still, I think I used to say something differently, but especially after rewatching them last year, like Fellowship is is easily the best movie, hands down. Hands like, down. Fellowship yeah. is a very good film. Like I, I'll I'll watch Fellowship probably like at least once a year going forward, just because I love those movies. Um, but yeah, the back to the back to the Dom's original inquiry, which is. What 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 do I think the Matrix movies are about? So I'm gonna say that it's about uh uh I don't even think I can I don't even think I can tell you what Keanu's character's name is. Uh, you should tell be able me. to. We've definitely uh, said tr- it more. Trinity, than... Trinity, Trinity. Probably you Trinity. probably said it on this episode more than once. Uh, Keanu's name is Johnny Mnemonic. I'll, I'll help you. <laughs> Wait, hold on. The guy that the guy that's in Lord of the Rings, his name is Mr. Anderson. Mr. Yes. Anderson. Right? That's the guy Agent in Lord Smith. of the Rings? Agent Smith? Agent Smith? Yeah. Elrond? No. Elrond? It's Elrond. Elrond Hubbard. No. Yes. <laughs> Not Elrond Hubbard. Elrond from Lord of the Rings, that actor. Uh, which I definitely know that actor's name, too. Give me the first letter of his name. Hugo. Hugo Weaving. Um, that's not <laughs> the first, first letter, letter Hugo. Todd, but, but sure. <laughs> Give me the first letter, Hugo. Um, yeah, Hurley. Uh, Hugo Weaving is Mr. Anderson, correct? You got Morpheus, you got Trinity. Neo, no, he's Agent Batman. Smith. All right, Neo, 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 Neo. Okay, so the Matrix movies are about Neo jacking in, not off, in to the Matrix um, to stop the Matrix? Yep. Wait, really? The Matrix. So to stop so the Matrix? I know that the movie, I think, opens with him getting a phone call and, like, crawling around cubicles, I think. Uh, He is selling I think at one point he jumps off a roof and... Don't don't correct him. I just want to say... I I think at one point... Because already Mr. Anderson is the guy chasing him. I'm always (laughs) confused by when we ask Brendan a question like this, and we're like, Brendan... What do you we we ask Brian a question and then Todd immediately just answers the question. It actually I know, happens I get for anything. Excited. Anytime you ask a question, Todd will answer it, even though it was not addressed. Yeah, Todd does Go that on. when I fucking we've done, been doing Animal Crossing characters for like the last ten weeks, and every time Todd's like, "Yeah, you know, Mike, he sells fish." It's like, Todd, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um, 
I think at one point he jumps off a building and like the ground is rubber. He bounces. No, that happens once. And I may, I may actually only remember that simply because I'm pretty sure at the same time or shortly after an Eminem music video, he does that. He jumps off a building and bounces and it was him making the matrix. I'm pretty sure (laughs) it might be the way I am. Anyways, uh, back to the matrix. Um, all right, so we got we got Neo is jacking himself into the Matrix to stop the yes. Matrix, and then he jumps off. Well, so he's crawling around cubicles after he answers the phone, and he jumps off a building, and the ground is made of rubber. Yes. Yeah, we haven't gotten real plot other than his. Oh, no, line, I don't know what the plot. Real is. plot points. We've only gotten like scenes. Which I, is this cool. is the, the scenes are just me proving that I have seen this movie and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, so you'll um, probably actually like them. You'll probably like watching. These I'm movies. excited to watch them again because yeah. I I hope I like them. Um, wait. So me saying he's going into the Matrix to stop the Matrix is just me guessing in a very broad way, but I think he is trying to stop the Matrix. I know Morpheus gives him a red blue choice. I don't actually know what that choice means. I know there's like the Oracle or the Sage. That like can see the future or something. I don't fucking know. Is that a real character? He breaks a vase. Yeah. The Oracle's a real she character. She rewinds it or she says, I knew you were going to do that. I don't fucking know. There is no uh, spoon. I don't actually know what any other than the things I've said. I have no fucking idea what else happens in the movie. I'm pretty sure they're like these pods things and everyone's like in them in like. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he, they're like in pods and that's how they're jacked into the Matrix. They're like in that's these. When they, that's when they're born. Alien pod things. I don't know. I, I literally don't know. And I couldn't tell you what the sequels are about. I think two has uh Will Ferrell in it. Does it really? Yeah. And he's like, that's the door where where Fifi goes to Tinky. <laughs> that skit is so good. That skit is so good. I, I did rewatch that like a couple days ago. <laughs> I forgot about that. I think the second one has a scene where they're fighting on the on on cars. And it's the twins? It's on the highway. Yeah, it's the, the twins. twins. It's the twins of the dreadlocks, yeah. Don't know what they are, who they are, anything they're else ghosts. about those characters. I do know that they're ghosts. And I think I only know that because Mike has played Enter the Matrix on GameCube. And, and the, Mar- the only reason Mar- why Mar- I know Mar- what that's called. That, I used to love that game. I fucking Apparently really it's a good game. I've, heard, I've only heard good things about it. But that's like literally, I, without me just straight up guessing, which I guess I can say, I think the plot of the Matrix movies is... Neo realizes he's in a simulation. The simulation is the Matrix. Morpheus wants him to stop it or is trying to push him to stop it, but wants him to, it to be his own choice. Maybe there's the red pill, blue pill thing is like, maybe either... it's like, like Neo's like, oh, everything has a destiny. Or maybe Morpheus is saying like, everything is predetermined. And it's like, I know which pill you're going to choose. And I don't know. I'm just literally just saying things out loud. Uh, I think the plot is he's going into the Matrix to stop the Matrix for three movies. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I got. That's all I got. All right. All right. So we'll I'll find forward. out if you're right. We'll look forward to that. In a... And Mr. Yeah. Anderson says Mr. Anderson to himself. Apparently. <laughs> Wait, did I say that? Mr. Anderson. Yeah, you said Neo's name. Agent is Smith is the Anderson. name of the agent. Agent Smith. Yeah. Wait, who's yeah. Mr. Anderson? Neo. It's Neo. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Mr. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Said by Mr. Smith. Got it. Okay. Agent Mr. 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 Mrs. Smith. Mr. Mrs. Smith. Agent Smith. 
Anyways, yeah, I, I don't know. It's the smell. I can't stand. Oh, that scene's so good. Yeah. Simulation. They're trying, to break the, they're trying to break the simulation. Visa the concordedly. I'm looking at the go open your this. yapper one more time, and I'm going to architect a world of pain. Back to the end of the episode, which is everyone's favorite what's in the box. Dom and Todd both tied right now with two points on the board. Mike right behind him, hot on the heels with one point. Uh, and I have two stumps, apparently. Two stumps. So we're going we're gonna to kick things off here with uh, the first game in the selection here. And for those of you who haven't heard this before or just tuning in for the first time, uh, I pull three random games off my shelf and I start to read the back of the box. And whoever can guess what said game is before the others gets a point. I'm going to get ready to Google. So what's in the box? Make your life legendary. Swipe, turn, and tickle as blank on the Wii U gamepad. WarioWare. No. Rock the party with crazy musical levels. Join the mischief with up to five players in co-op. Rumbo. No. That's two weeks in a row Mike has dropped Rumbo. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know. Not wrong. Like, you're wrong, yes, but not, not a bad guess. But you are wrong. It's, uh, that's the whole back of the box. That's I it? Th- I thought this was going to be an easy one. Apparently not. I will, I will read the second thing I read, and, and I will unomit the word. Make your life legendary. Swipe, turn, and tickle as Murphy on the Wii U game. Oh, uh, Rayman Legends. What the fuck? Oh. Yes. I, I get it. Damn. Yeah, you got it. All right. Because uh, I was thinking, because you, you got to tickle the underarms of the guys to, like, you know, to move. Did the, you, you know, know that character's name was Murphy? Uh, no, but I started thinking of, I was thinking okay. of Wii U games. Yeah, that's, I, th- I thought it was going to be an easy one. That's why I was hesitant to pick it. On to game number two. Meet the new crazy. Crazy. 60 plus levels of platforming madness. Crash Bandicoot. No. Slap your friends in four-person multiplayer. Slap? Slap. Immerse yourself in did you say, full... Wait, did you say fap or flap? Or slap? <laughs> I said slap. Oh. Immerse yourself in full... What game do you think I'd be reading if the word was fap? Uh, immerse yourself in full high-def glory. Super Mario 3D World? Negative. Take on epic bosses and uncover hidden secrets. Mm -hmm. That is the box, folks. That's it. Meet the new crazy. 60 plus levels of platforming madness. I don't know why I keep on thinking it's Wii U, too. I'm just like assuming it's all Wii U games. It is not Wii U. I can give you platform. If you if the if the panel would like that, is it is it exclusive or is it multiplayer? Not exclusive. Okay. Slap your friends in four-person 
multiplayer. Take on epic bosses and uncover hidden secrets. Slap your friends. I'm going to go with... I got nothing. Mm -hmm. No, I got nothing. I was going to say it's another Rain Man game, but I don't have anything to base that off of. Who's the same, Mike? This game released during the Xbox 360 generation. It was not exclusive. It was available on multiple platforms. I, it's like on the tip of my tongue, and I, but I, I'm probably thinking of something else. Max Payne 3. No. There it is. Um, it's a shame. I don't even know what the, bo- the back of that box even says because you never actually read it. That is true. I could, I could pull it out again at some point. I would know that, I think, if you... You would 100% know it. Um, I can reveal more clues that are not on the back of the box if you want me to start okay. leaving breadcrumbs here. Give me some crumbs. Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm trying to think what would be a good clue that would not give it away. Mm. Is it a connect game? It does not have connect support. I don't know how. That, well, I guess you could technically play it with what, a PlayStation I, whatever it was called, but that's neither here nor there. It is a platformer. Mm-hmm. It is co-op. Mm-hmm. It is not an indie game. Oh, okay. What year to come out? Uh, 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 I don't know the exact year, but it was on the 360 generation of consoles. I believe it has also been ported to the Switch. The developer is located in Europe. And I feel like if I give out Ubisoft games, I feel like if I give off any more clues, it would be too direct. The the platforming also ported to Switch. Is it Spyro? Not Spyro. Is a 2D platformer. This character is... Oh, go ahead, Mike. No, I just like making gestures as if I have an answer. I don't. Okay, okay. This character is not in Smash Brothers. All right, that rules out everything but, what, 70, 80 people? 70, yeah. So, platformers? Yeah, uh, European-developed platformers? So, again, I, I'm... The problem with my Rayman guess is that I don't know Rayman games, but I mean, Ubisoft is in France, right? I don't remember. It's not important because I, even if I, if I'm right, I don't have any titles. Yeah, I don't got it. I got nothing. Are we, are we giving this one to me? Am I getting a, a stump? Like, what was your guess? 
You wanted to say Rayman again? Yeah, I just don't have any Rayman titles. Have they? Have we gotten a Rayman since Rayman Legends? Wouldn't this predate it? Yeah, but I don't know if it would have been ported to Switch before that. Because we got Legends huh? for Switch. Brendan's double checking that. Let me, that it let was me just make sure Switch. it was on the Switch. I'm pretty sure it's on the Switch. Um. Uh, I apologize. It is not on the Switch. It is on <gasps> PC, Wii, 360, PS3, Vita, 3DS. I apologize. Uh, I don't know. Rayman Odyssey. I... Rayman. Rayman. Rain. <laughs> Rain Men. Rain I think we're going to add this to the stump pile. I think I think we're at the point of stump. Are we stumping in here? Stump it. Yeah, stump away. Dom, throwing in the towel. Yeah, yeah. Mike, you got to stop giving away your answers. Rayman Origins. Origins. Oh, I was getting there. Now, I said you were, you, were, you were getting there. You were getting there. I, I told you. I, I'm it. pretty sure I knew the thing. I just I don't know any titles, so I couldn't give you an answer. All right. So since that was a stump, there's a reason why I pulled an extra game. Moving on. All right, Rayman Odyssey, Rayman three. Are these Rayman four? Mm. Oh wait, uh, Mario and Rabbids. That's what I was gonna say. I do have. That game on my show. Plants vs. Zombies. Garden no. <laughs> Chaos. I don't remember what those games are all called. Nope. Use your blank, the ultimate survival kit, and fight back. Zombie you. I was going to say that too. God damn it, Mike, you Mike's beat me down. on the fucking board. I omitted London because that's too big of a. You said clue. zombies. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I mean, right? <laughs> I had to say zombies. All right. The final game of the evening. Even if there's a stump here, which I don't believe there will be one. Welcome to blank, blank. Mad City. No. Is that a game? No. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, fuck. Is that the only clue you're given? Um, well, it seems like Dom may be saying something, so I, don't, I want to give him a chance to speak. I can't remember what the name of that was, though. It's a it's a uh, offshoot of a popular franchise, right? I I don't know where where this is going. Okay, I don't know just keep going. Just keep going. What does the American dream mean today? For blank, fresh off the boat from blank. Oh, name Steam. No. <laughs> That's an offshoot of something. <laughs> no, it sounded like it sounded like when Mike guessed codename Steam right off the bat before. Wait, what was what true. was the first line again? Welcome to blank blank. Welcome GTA to GTA Four. What the fuck, Todd? Let's go. <laughs> How did you pull that? 
Nico Bellic, come on. I, I, the I first didn't thing say I, Nico Bellic. I know, but like it's it straight off the boat. Welcome to, you know, I was All assuming right. it was there. All right. No. He got it. He got it. He got it. I'll, I'll finish reading the box to see. see the where... beginning was going to be Welcome to Raccoon City, and I was trying to remember what that that Raccoon City oh, game was. It's, what was that it's game funny. called? Uh, there's a couple. Operation Raccoon City, probably. That was probably uh, one that I was thinking. It's funny that you thought Resident Evil, though, because I almost pulled a Resident Evil game off my shelf today. Uh, but I'll read the full box for those who care. What does the American dream mean today for Nico Bellic, fresh off the boat from Europe? It is the hope he can escape his past for his cousin Roman. It is the vision that together they can find fortune in Liberty City. Were you gonna Were you gonna read Roman's name if you read it? I was gonna omit all the names. Okay. Um, I feel like it's good rule of thumb, at least so far. I've noticed to just omit proper nouns altogether. Um, there was more to that, but it's basically just a plot. Of it's funny because I was thinking about GTA Four a couple of days ago. So, uh, well, there you have it. The scores right now. Todd in the lead with four, Mike and Dom tied in second. Technically, it should be six because I got Max Payne three without. Like, <laughs> He's gonna always there. hold that in there. It's gonna always be a thing. Um, there you have it. That is what's in the box, and that'll do it for this week's episode, episode two eighty seven of the Pass Controller Podcast. As always, if you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to help support the show, you can do that in a few different ways. You can share us on social media, let a friend know about the show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcast reviews can be left. If you have a few bucks kicking around, you want to help support the show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash pass the controller, becoming a patron, going to twitch.tv slash pass controller and subscribing to the channel or going to pass the controller.io. Sorry, pass the controller.threadless.com and getting yourself or yeah, getting yourself some six, six way tasty treats. No, some tasty treats. Uh, you can find everything we do at passcontroller.io on Twitter and on Instagram at passcontroller. You can find me at bgroom. You can find Mike at underscore Michael Path. You can find Todd at toddy underscore by underscore nature. You can find Dom at ptc underscore one little spark. And thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 287. Until next time.